this is the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse, episode 25. With me for this episode today is Ray Blake, who you may or may not know. Ray is my sort of partner in crime, as it were, when it comes to doing inserts of various sorts. Hello, Hello Ray. Can I first of all challenge you on that whole partners in crime thing? There's no illegality involved at all. I just feel the need to say that for the record. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Innocence is charged, Your Honour. <laughs> Ray and I have sort of, well, we've known each other for what was it? But must be about uh-huh. four or five years now. And we've met a couple of times face to face in real life, not via a, a camera. And uh, it seems to surprise a lot of people when we tell them that because we think we, we're sort of friends of old and long standing. But and to have done all that sort of all these um, diary inserts that we've created over the years, which, of course, we will link to. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's just one of the it's one of those Internet stories, isn't it, really? And that, that, that you know, we, we, we yeah. would never have met in pre-Internet days. Our, our, our paths would never have crossed, would they, Steve? No. And it was just by chance I said, okay, could you do one of these in this yeah. format? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it's, it, of course, when you get two people together with complementary skill sets, it just seems the most obvious mm. fit in the world. And, and you know, things just, mm. things just flow. And Ray offered the silly answer of, yeah, we can do any yeah. you want. <laughs> Possibly the wrong answer at the time now, but uh, yeah. there we go. So Ray also does an awful lot of inserts for Traveller's Notebooks. Um, sort of double the workload almost, isn't it? Although a lot, of specs, a lot of them are very similar in design. They're just some design tweaks yeah, here Yeah, I there. mean, it, it, it's like all of these things. That, that All of the hard work and the heavy lifting, you only need to do once, ever. Hmm. We sort of uh, all work around these things to try and uh, reduce the, the amount of workload. But what's <laughs> amused or fascinated me or confused me, I don't know which, over the last year or two, I suppose, is the number of different Traveller's mm. Notebook sizes. Have you got any um, yeah. thoughts on that? Thing? Well, I suppose it's, it's, it's a matter of people thinking, well, that's a good idea, but you know what would be even better? And taking it from there. I mean, mm. Midori, when they first made the Traveller's Notebook, um, came up with two standard sizes. So you have the, the what we call the full size or the Midori standard, uh, and the pages in, in, in that format measure 110 by 210 millimetres, um, which means that the pages are you know rather tall and thin compared with what most people will be used mm. to, 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 to writing on. Um, that also makes it a little bit of a, a, a chunky carry if it's something that you want to put in a, a, a handbag or a pocket. So Midori also have um, a smaller version called the Passport, which has more conventionally proportioned pages, albeit quite small ones. They, they measure 89 millimetres by 124. Um, now, that, that both of those sizes were quite popular, and the notebook you know, became fairly iconic quite quickly. But People thought, well, you know, this is this is great, but but we use this standard size of small notebook, the the, the moleskin size, the field mm. note size. You know, many many manufacturers are yeah. producing those, um, and unfortunately, the passport cover is 
just too small to accommodate it. So what I and, and a number yeah. of people started <laughs> to, to do was to kind of take the idea and, and hack it a little bit and um, get our own leather and, and, yeah. and learn to work with leather tools, which was uh, a bit of a learning curve, and, and, and to make one that, that suited us better. Um, so that was probably the first non-standard size that came out was the the field note size of uh, of Traveller's Notebook. Midori don't make one of those. To this day, the only sizes they make are their standard size and the passport size. So all of these sizes that we're talking about now come mm. from independent makers. They're, they're not Midori's. Yeah. So you have the field note size. Um, and then more recently, I guess, people have said, well, why can't I... You know, use the notebooks that I usually use in this in this same system. So now we have an A5 size, we have a, a large Kaihe size, which is a little bit like the A5, only slightly narrower. Um, and now also, people mm. who have probably come from the Filofax community who quite like the size of the personal page have said, "Well, I want that format." Um, so now there yeah. is the personal size Traveler's Notebook as well, which 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 has the same size as as mm. personal. Um, file effects pages except bound or stitched or stapled like a like a, a, a mm. regular notebook insert so yeah there, there, there's quite a wide choice now it's been sort of quite amusing because i, I wonder which sometimes i wonder which comes first because some of the sizes are sort of quite oddball although they they must have some standard mm. size size originality from somewhere maybe in certain parts of the world certain sizes are more common than they are in sort of you know america and, and yeah. Europe sort of thing uh, I, I suspect some of them are sort of only popular in in japan but um it, it's interesting how it's evolved into so many different sizes. Oh, yeah. In, and I mean, know, comparatively and the, the, there are new ones all time. the time. So there's the half letter that I've seen recently for uh, for our American friends. Oh, right. There's the micro. Um, there's the, uh, the, oh, the dollar store mini notebook size. And you think, well, okay, <laughs> fine. It's it's a bit of leather with a bit of elastic. It's infinitely yeah. flexible. Yeah, it's not. Um, yeah. And in many ways, you're absolutely right. It's led by the, the size of paper that you like writing on. Um, so, so, so whenever people mm. say, oh, I don't know which size, I don't know which size of, uh, of Traveller's Notebook I should use, the, the immediate advice is, well, look, work out what size piece of paper you want to write on or draw on or plan on or whatever it is. Start there. Mm. Get the size of paper right. You don't need to invest in leather. Just just print off a few pieces of paper that size. Yeah. Um, see what works for you. And then, and then, you know, then make the investment. And and I know you've been saying the same thing mm. about filofaxes for years. Mm. I've ended up um, going around local stationery store here with a ruler <laughs> in hand, <laughs> seeing what notebooks are readily available. Because the trouble with a lot of these things is they're quite sort of expensive to sort of post, oh, aren't yeah. they? If you're just ordering one or two, um, it it makes far more sense to try and buy stuff mm. locally. Uh, and then you, I've used your one of your videos where you showed how to trim the bo books yeah. to size. Uh, I've used that before now to actually sort of um, cut mm. things to size, uh, you know, down to size rather mm. than um, the things Steve, being you'd the have, wrong size you'd have in the first place. You'd have a lot of trouble trying to cut it up to size, mate. <laughs> Don't do that. That's this not going to work for you. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, ultimately the... the the best thing you can do is, if, if you like a, a non-standard size, is learn to make the booklets yourself. Um, 
which mm. it's really, really easy. Uh, once you've done one, um, you know, you, you're laughing. Um, mm. but, but that means you'll never have to worry about high postage costs or availability or, or anything mm. like it. You'll, you'll never have to worry about people not necessarily making um, the particular insert layout that you want because you can make your own. Mm. Mm. So if you were using it for more than just sort of a plain paper notebook, then, you know, that's the definitely the direction to go yeah. in, isn't it? I, I must admit, my actual usage of Traveller's Notebooks tends to be just as a, as mm. a notebook. Um I use one purely mm. for doing this podcast. In fact, all mm. my notes go. You see, that's how I like it. That's that's um, how I think it works best as a notebook. Um, I mean, I mm. just just toss a diary insert inside it because I don't like carrying more than one book. Mm. But 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 you know, I'd carry it purely yeah. as a notebook. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of planning these days, what are you tending uh, to well, use? <sighs> it's difficult. I'm 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 a freelancer. I work in three or four different offices maybe in the course of a few months. Um, so I'm I'm mm. very much at the mercy of whatever corporate system I've been parachuted ah, into. So right. so I have a, a, a sharp um, delineation really between my personal planning um, and, mm. and, and my work planning. Mm-hmm. Because it's always seemed ridiculous to me if you're if you're maybe having four or five meetings every day that that move around your schedule. Um, sometimes at the last minute where you have to track attendees. Um, it, it's always mm. seemed mad to me to try and maintain that on paper. I, I don't bother. You know, yeah. I turn up in an office at, at eight in the morning. I'm going to leave at five or at six or whatever. And during my time mm. there, I just let the corporate install of Outlook or whatever it is tell me what I'm doing and, and yeah. where I'm doing it. And I'm, I'm quite happy doing that. So my own planning is I just maintain more of a social diary and to do that I, yeah. i've just got a standard week to a page insert slapped in the back of the traveler's notebook and does me fine mm. yeah because it's you know you know my uh, actual planning appointments wise is fairly light really these days um not being yeah. a working <laughs> type but <laughs> the, the the biggest thing that i need on a well, not quite daily basis, but certainly on a weekly basis, it's more sort of right. task orientated. Right. So that sort of really comes into its own now, and I'm using the thing more and more to sort of um, sort of manage my time mm. a bit better. Which is, you know, you think you got all the time in the world, but you find you're sort of pressed into doing all sorts of things. You're finding juggling so many different mm-hmm. sort of interests mm. and what have it doesn't help. But uh, no, it's, it's interesting that you say sort of about, you know, the work and sort mm. of home sort of switch. I would imagine that applies to a lot of people these days where they're sort of forced down one track, whether they like it or not, almost mm. in, in a work situation. Um, and, you know, I, I can recall sort of using sort of Outlook and it losing God knows how many different things mm. a lot of the time uh, and sort of having to sort of... Um, go hunting around to try and find where it stuffed mm. things. Well, I mean, the corporate installs nowadays are, are, are pretty good. When you use Outlook as a standalone or, or mm. Lotus or whatever it is you're using, mm. you know, it, it, it can be error prone, there can be data loss. But, you know, on a corporate system with a mm. proper robust installation and, and backups and stuff, it very, mm. very rarely goes wrong. Mm. 
So do you use the, your notebook as well for sort of tasks and notes during well, the day? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, what have you or? I'm a bit of a, even among paper planner people, I'm, I'm a bit of a Luddite, mate. It's, um, <laughs> I mean, a, a, a planner to me is, is three things and it's only three things. It's, it, it's a diary where you enter timed appointments mm. or events. Um, it's mm. a task list where you have a simple list of things mm -hmm. that need to be done that you tick off as you do them. Um, and it's a note section where everything else goes, um, where, you know, maybe yeah. uh, I read a book review or a record review and I think, oh, I'd like to get that, but but I'm not going to buy it right now. I'll put mm. it on this list. Uh, I maintain one of those lists in the notes yeah. area. Um, or, you know, somebody somebody mm -hmm. tells me something that I, that I have to remember. It's not a task I have to do. It's not a meeting that I have to go to, but it's something that's useful to know. That goes in the notes section. Um, I don't maintain mm. um, a written address book. Um, I, I, I keep that electronically. No. Um, I've got an iPhone like everyone else mm -hmm. in the world. Um, it syncs to the cloud. And, uh, you know, that's, that, that's the easiest way to maintain mm. that kind of dynamic information, I find. Um, so, mm -hmm. so that's it for me. A planner is a diary task list, note section, um, and I refuse to make it any more complex than that. Mm -hmm. So do you journal as well? Do I, oh, sorry? Sorry, I didn't... Don't have the oh, time. do I journal? journal. Oh, God, yeah. You no, journal I've been doing it compulsively well. for, a, for, a, yeah. for a dozen years or so. Yeah. Um, it's a rare day that I don't yeah. write something. But um, I was listening to, mm. um, to, to you and Karina talk about this uh, last week, I think it was. And like you, I keep a separate book. Mm. Um I've got a a, a, yeah. a a large pile of um, A5 Oxford black and red books in which I do all my journaling. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm on something like uh, volume 56, 57 um, at the moment. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> I pity the poor archivist who's going to need to flick through those before throwing them on the fire one day. <laughs> um, but, but, but originally, I, I, I started it... Um, because I wanted to uh, work on improving my handwriting. What what actually happened was mm. for for work I had to do um, I had to do something that that required me to write by hand for long periods, and I was completely out of practice. Right. And not only did it hurt me mm. um, to do it physically, yeah. um, my, my writing rapidly deteriorated and didn't look as as nice or as readable or as presentable as I would, would like it to be. So I thought, well, it, it's like anything else, you know, practice and exercise and it will be fine. So I said, well, if, if I mm. start the habit of writing daily, um, then uh, then it will all come together, and which is exactly what it did. But, you know, before long, it, it took on a, a life of its own and, and, and it lives beyond that original purpose as, as something that I do to, mm. to, to to kind of get stuff out of my head um, and to, to, yeah. to create, you know, a kind of record oh. that theoretically one day will be useful mm. i find looking back through mine it, it, it does remind me of the sort of order of things <laughs> and, and and how long ago certain things were because um, i'm terrible at actually remembering things like that looking through some photos mm. the other day because someone said what does your garden look like i thought we must have a set of photographs of that somewhere yeah, sure enough, but they're three years old and everything's grown a hell of a lot yeah. in three years. So, um, 
it's sort of note to self must take some up-to-date photos in a few <laughs> weeks time <laughs> but um yeah it, it's amazing how much um stuff you can write down i try to write every day um but i don't go into great detail i must admit mine's fairly short notes about stuff mm. i was doing on the day really i have got and read your book uh-huh. a couple of times on journaling uh, I must reread it again <laughs> to try and improve on what, what well, I write. Well, I mean, what you write is what um, you write. You know, it's not for anyone else other than yeah. you. If you've if you've got something and it's working That's for right. you, you know, don't mess about with it. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's for you really. Is as you say, it's it's what what you've the detail or yeah. the amount of detail, and it is um, um, sort of totally up to you. Do, do what sort of um, What's your preferred pen, as it were, for right doing that sort of uh, thing? Do you have a yeah, favourite uh, or not? Yeah, and it changes daily, and it's not something that I get hung up on. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will write yeah. with anything that's nearby. Um, I yeah. When I started, I would only write with a fountain pen. Um, and that was tied in with yeah. wanting to write better, because I know from my school days that you write better with a fountain pen. There's more, there's more feedback, mm. um, there's line variation, and, and, and if you want to write better, that's the way to go. Um, but, you know, yeah. uh, it, that stopped being convenient necessarily. Um, and nowadays it's more important that you yeah. write it than, you know, that you pick the right things to write with. So um, mm. I have uh, entries in um, Rollerball, um, I've got entries with pencil, either wooden pencil or, or, or mechanical pencil. Um, I have uh, right. fountain pen and, you know, it's generally either in blue ink or black ink or, or graphite because that's what I oh, use. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and, 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 you know, it, it's all for me about focusing on what's important. What's important are the words that you write down. You know, what's important in a planner mm. is that you write down the right things that are going to make you, you know, kind of more effective or, or, or happier, I guess. Yeah. Or unlike me, where I write a, sort of a, a note which made sense at the time, which becomes a bit cryptic three days later, and I can't make out what on earth those yeah, three I, I, I call that being with... in Yoda mode. <laughs> So, <laughs> so you come back and read something, and you go, "Oof, I was deep in Yoda mode that day, wasn't I?" <laughs> Let me sit down and work out what that meant. <laughs> sort of, and then it sort of you realise about that two days later, sort of thing, what it was, and of course it's then you've missed the deadline or whatever. Yeah, and the important thing in all of that, Steve, is to recognise the planner hasn't done anything wrong. That's down to you. No, <laughs> <laughs> your planner didn't fail. You failed. <laughs> you failed. Yeah, I rarely get planner fail yeah. or me fail. It, it's it's um, simply because of the fact I don't change the layout. I I'm sort of fairly mm. stuck in my ways with regards to that. I just adapt mm. how I use the layouts rather than changing mm. it, sort of thing. So I'm always um, finding improvements in how I use the planner. And um, and I think that's a useful tip, is don't change the planner. Change mm. how you use it um, and sort of improve on how you can use the thing, really. Um, even if you only try it for a week or two and then revert mm. again. I mean, the, sort of the, the biggest determining factor for me 
as to whether a planner will work or not is whether you adopt the habit of carrying it with you and writing things down. You yeah. know, three rules. Carry mm. it with you, write stuff down, and read it. If you do all those things habitually, yeah. it can't go wrong. Mm. So do you have a sort of a favourite time in the week for what we call planner planning, or do you sort of just do it as you go, nope, go I, through the week? When I need to write something down, I open it and I write it down. Um, when I need to know yeah. what I'm doing or get some kind of reminder, I, I open it and read it. Um, and I carry it around mm. all the time, no exceptions. Um, yeah. and, and, and I, my, my planning is so straightforward that, that I find I don't have to devote any time specifically um, to the task of planning. Mm. I know what you're talking about. I know, uh, I know about the session where you sit down and maybe you spend half an hour checking and prioritizing your, your, your task list and, and, mm. and you look ahead for the next month and you think, well, have I maximized the kind of opportunities there? Um, you look over your notes and you kind of maybe write them up and consolidate them. And yeah, that's all great. If, if, if that helps you, brilliant. I don't do any of that. Hmm. Mm. So you actually use a standard size sort of Midori yep. type size. Yep. I'm, do, I'm do holding you, it up carrying to around. now. Don't, yeah. <laughs> One no, you made yourself. No, this is a, this is a, a, a standard no. Midori brown. It's got two inserts right. in it. It's got some plain paper, uh, a plain paper insert, yeah. and it's got one of, which I did make myself, um, a week to a page diary for uh, 2016. Mm. And that's all that's, that's all that's in there. Yeah, I find, I tend to find that sort of a couple of notebooks is about as many as I really need in, in this thing. Anything more than that, and it just seems far too bulky, and also tends to be yeah, difficult no, to I, write I in. I agree with you entirely. I know people people carry around things that are absolutely stuffed, and I think, well, um, you know, if if you need to carry all that around with you, great. Um, but but I would suggest mm. that that some of that probably needn't go everywhere with you. Um, it's a little bit like no. people who walk around with a suitcase full of books. And you think, well, okay, well, yeah. maybe carry the one book or the two books that, that, that you're reading. Um, your other favourite books probably belong on a shelf. You know, occasionally you'll take them down and look mm. at them, but they, they don't need to travel everywhere with you. You know, they're lovely and you mm. love them and that's great, but, but they, don't have to, they don't have to go on the train with you every day. <laughs> it, it gets a bit of a sort of a sort of uh, get the bag gets heavier and heavier oh, if you're yeah. not too careful of a thing and that on a commute can be quite a sort of a, a fitness challenge oh, yeah, yeah, itself, very much so, yeah. but um when do you find that um you know you're sort of writing stuff down sort of on a general basis sort of do you do anything so sort of, you know to keep keep the thing handy for those last minute at night type, you know, before you go to sleep type ideas and notes that you might forget. But uh, yeah, you wake uh, up. I mean, it, it is by my bed on the basis that I'm carrying it around everywhere. And if I happen to be in bed, then, you know, the, yeah. the, the planners nearby. Generally, I don't tend to write stuff late at night. That's not when I get my best ideas. Mm. Um, I generally get my best ideas on a train um, or, or sit at a desk. <laughs> Um, or, you know, sometimes early in the morning, yeah. sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll go to bed, you know, mm. having something ticking away in the unconscious and I'll, I'll, I'll wake up and have a decent idea in the morning mm. and I'll generally write that down during my, uh, my morning commute. Um, 
So mm. no, I'm not. I'm not one of those people who um, who scribbles frantically late at night. Although I have to say, there have been a couple of occasions in these last few years where I found it quite difficult to get to sleep because of all the things that are going around in my head. Mm. And occasionally when that's happened, I found it really, really helpful to just put the light on, um, pick the book up and just do a little dump of all the things that are in my head and that I've got to think out tomorrow, kind of look at the list, um, yeah. acknowledge that that list is complete and that, that consequently I can stop worrying about mm. it now and then close the book and, and, <laughs> and I can go to sleep very quickly. So, so yeah, that can work. Yeah. Um, and occasionally where you've got things like that vying for your attention late at night, it's very, very helpful to commit them to paper. Mm. Yeah, I, I tend to have those sort of last minute brain <clears throat> dumps. Um, I sort of think that I've finished for the evening, get up to walk away from the computer and then suddenly think, ah, I've forgotten to do this or I've forgotten to do that. So I quickly scribble notes yeah. down. Um, last thing at night, but don't go and do them there, and then because otherwise I'll be up for another half no, hour. No, absolutely. So. And generally, I'm fairly late at night anyway. No, I mean, my, and what but, are you? Um, you're absolutely right. But um, you know, the, 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 this is the thing about a notebook. It should be a repository for anything that you can't rely on your head to keep hold of. Um, no. So. Uh, um, so one of the, the, the things that I use a notebook for is, is, is you know, uh, of old, when we all used physical books that used to be trees, um, people used to sort of underline passages in books and scribble in the margins and so on and, 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 and sort of record mm. their own reactions and highlights from the book. Well, these days, most of my reading's done um, on, on screen, on the web or, or, or on a Kindle, and that's simply not available. Mm. So so one of the things that my, my notebook is is... is it's a margin for anything that I read, you know, re mm -hmm. reading with a notebook next to me means that, 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 that if I read something that's particularly useful or, or thought provoking, or that maybe, you know, a, a quote that I want to keep because it's fairly apt and I think I can, I can drop it somewhere um, is I'll scribble it in the notebook. So I've got mm. notebooks full of, of, of things that I've read in the past. And actually, it's a much more effective way to, to revisit the material in a book than to put the, pick the book up again, is to go and look at my notes from when I was reading mm. it. Yeah, I was gonna, that was another question I was going to ask you. Do you actually keep your notebooks after you've filled them? Or do you sort of, do you archive them or dispose of them? Or? Yeah, I've got, um, I've got a cupboard. I've got a, a database and I've got a little sticker system. Um, and, mm -hmm. and the sticker system says, what's the reference number of this? When did you start it? When did you finish it? What use did you put it to uh, in a word or two? Right. And then I've got a database that, that, mm -hmm. that says, um, okay, which notebook is it? Um, what's the reference number? What were the start and finish dates? Mm -hmm. and, and, and so on. So, I can, if I ever want to retrieve anything, I can go and look at this index database and I can go and find the notebook fairly easily. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, quite yeah, I mean, it's incredibly efficient. Um, it, it takes minutes um, to maintain. Um, I mean, that's minutes per month, not minutes per day. Um, mm. And... Uh, and it's never let me down. And it also means that I don't have shelves and shelves littered with, with used notebooks. They can all sit in the dank in the dark. Yeah, you can 
Yeah, you can sort of store them away and retrieve them as as needed, sort of. Thing. Yeah. I've um. So Ray, do you have a tip of the week for us? A tip share? of the week. Give me an example of a tip of the mm. week, Steve. Typical of the week, or sort of, you know, where to get started, if okay. you were say, you know, just thinking of um, using, say, a traveller's notebook for the first time, or where would you Excellent. go and Excellent, okay, well, uh, while you were saying that, I thought of another tip, but where would you, where would you start? Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you are already a planner person, to some extent. You, you, you've got a planner. You might have a file of facts. You might have a traveller's notebook. Who knows? And I think my, my biggest tip is if you're happy with what you've got, don't do anything. Don't do anything. You don't need another one, necessarily. <laughs> if you want another one, um, <laughs> then then go and have a look at the conversations <laughs> on file of um, and, and see what people are using, see what people are recommending. Um, if it's more a traveller's notebook you want, come over to Facebook and have a look at the um, Midori Traveller's Notebook Resources group and, and maybe ask a question there or see what people are using. Um, but I think more, more, more broadly, the interest for me and, and, and where my tip comes is what's inside your planner, what's inside your notebook. Mm. Um, and I suppose... One of the things that, that, that I'm a strong advocate of is using plain paper. Let me explain what I mean by that. Um, there are so many, uh, and we're partly to blame for this, Steve, so many specialist inserts yeah. <laughs> that you can get. You know, things that are laid out as forms where you just fill in the boxes uh, or, or it's built around... Um, an interest or a pursuit and, and, and it's all laid out for you and you just have to write in between the lines or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but actually, there's a lot to be said in, in going back to basics and, 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 and in getting away from the tyranny of the form um, and looking at plain paper. Yeah. And I suppose my tip for anyone is if you want to use your, your notebook or your planner to do something new, to log something, record something or to you know, embark on a on a new pursuit, start with blank paper. Um, look mm. at the kind of layout that you think you might like to record this information or to undertake this planning. Play with it. Find out if it works. Reflect. Make some changes. Keep going back to it. And when you've settled on something that works, that's the point at which to say, okay, I'm going to turn this into a, a, a special insert. Um, and that point may never come. You may find that actually your your needs are relatively straightforward, and you can actually mm. you know just use plain paper to do it. I plain mean, one paper. Of, one of the one of the, mm. the things that I see more frequently than almost anything is a request for a, a health and fitness insert, or for a um, an insert to track drugs and symptoms or whatever. And I always think, well, mm. what are the chances that any two people would have the same needs there? it's never going to happen yeah. Steve is it so so for me mm. I would say well my first advice there is is get a standard diary layout just get a daily diary mm. and, and you that. know and, and, and start there um, <clears throat> mm. because I, I I firmly believe that that it's so easy to make this over complicated um, what we what we do or what we tend to do is to, is 
is to seek to overcomplicate things and, and and in the pursuit of making things easy um that's a cardinal sin really yeah we end up sort of complicating things where it's not needed yeah so so that's my tip blank so paper. where can we find you where can we find you on the web? Uh, well, you can find me in a number of places on the web. The, the place that most people find me on the web, I guess, is my um, blog website, which is www.mylifeallinoneplace.com. Uh, that's all one word in the middle, um, albeit quite an unwieldy word. Um, or you can come and find me at the Facebook group that um, I administer, which is Midori um, Travelers Notebook resources i'll stick links into the show notes so don't panic folks and you'll find me in the usual places of filofaxi.com and travelersnotebooktimes.com thank you ray 